Never be bored again. This may not seem like an important topic on the surface, but chronic boredom can lead to much bigger problems. Welcome to the Powerful Life Podcast, where we talk about everything related to life, living a good life, doing what needs to be done as a responsible adult, and how to do it. We cover everything from politics to finance, from personal hygiene to religion, to organizing your home, to maintaining your physical and mental health. We cover it all. And we talk mostly about how to. How to do all these things is something that most people leave out for us to figure out on our own. But here at the Powerful Life Podcast, we have your back. And we'll talk about current events and the sensitive side of recent national conversations and the unpopular side of that discussion. So grab a coffee, pull up a chair, and let's dive in together. It doesn't matter how old you are, we're all faced with boredom at times. And the problems are that if it happens too much, people tend to turn to parties and sex and drugs and alcohol. And if that continues too much, it turns into a lifelong habit, which also means you lead an unproductive and unfulfilled life. So let's fight boredom before it cements into a habit. Again, it may seem unimportant or trivial, but this is a big deal, okay? What's the expression? Idle hands are the devil's playground. Idle hands are the devil's tools. So with that said, (laughs) let's dive in. There are several things you can do in any city. Now, bigger cities have a lot more options, of course, but don't think that small towns don't have things to do as well. You just have to be a bit more creative and, and maybe do things that you've never considered before. Now, that by itself is going to be the biggest roadblock for most people, doing things they've never considered doing before. If you say tennis to some people, they'll just roll their eyes and say, are you kidding me? It's outside of their field of possibilities or outside of their experience. And a lot of activities are regional. To continue with the tennis example, you may not find a lot of weekend tennis players in, say, Nebraska or Missouri, but in California or Florida, it might be completely common. So why not switch an activity or two or try something new just for a couple weekends to see what happens? The main point is to keep an open mind when it comes to thinking of things to do. You don't have to do the same things that you've always done. Try something different, something out of the box. You may be surprised and find a new hobby or at least find something that you can add to your list of acceptable weekend and holiday activities. Now also keep in mind that if your town or city does not have some of the things listed here and you think your town or city could benefit from it, you might want to talk to your town or city council or the mayor about it. It could be put on the docket to be discussed at the next town council meeting. And if enough people want it, your town or city may come up with a budget to build it. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Some things are interesting no matter where in the world you are. (laughs) Okay? No matter who you are or where you live, I would recommend getting into something called citizen science. There are many local, regional, and even global projects that any of us can help with. You'd be surprised at how many citizen science projects there are. And no, you don't have to have a PhD or a degree to get involved and help. In fact, I don't think any projects require a degree. That's why they call it citizen science. And it's very interesting. It's fascinating. There's a host of different types of projects you can get involved with. So, And if you do have a degree, (laughs) you can, of course, get involved in in a project in your field, but it's not necessary. 
So if you do get involved in one or several of these projects, it may lead you to start thinking about getting a degree in that field if you enjoyed it enough. But nonetheless, you're doing something interesting, stimulating, and you're helping the global science community. And you're involved, which is amazing. It's a great feeling. Citizen science can also be a family project if you're looking for creative ways to keep the family busy and out of trouble and into something interesting. So one way to get started is to buy a personal home weather station, which I think is really cool. And what you do is you upload the results to the National Weather Service, or NOAA, NOAA, the uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. These are the people who give us our weather forecasts, okay? And there may be others, but once you dive in, you'll naturally learn much more, and you'll, you'll find out uh, where to upload your information to. Now, also, having a personal home weather station is a fun way to get your kids involved and interested in science. Now, look at everything you get by participating in citizen science. You found something interesting to do that's also educational and stimulating for everyone. You're helping scientists around the world, and you're contributing to world knowledge. And you might even be helping improve weather forecasts and save lives. Not bad, huh? Now, I don't have the space below in my uh, podcast description to list all the links, but there is a link to the article that's related to this podcast where I list a lot of resources like the National Weather Service and uh, a great video that teaches you more about what citizen science is. And I give you a bunch of links that you can follow as well. So uh, check out the, uh, the related article. So now is a good time to give a big thank you to our sponsors, theyexist.space. They're a t-shirt company who specializes in alien, UFO, and UAP t-shirt designs. All original designs, I might add. They also report on recent UFO news, which is amazingly interesting these days. Do you realize that the U.S. government has admitted that their pilots and Navy ships had had actual encounters with UFOs, which they call UAPs? It actually looks like we're close to full disclosure. But their t-shirt designs are funny and original and a sign of the times, I might add. So if you like out-of-this-world designs, visit theyexist.space, T-H-E-Y-E-X-I-S-T dot space. Thanks for your support, guys. Now here's some other interesting activities. Something else you can do is join book clubs, join math clubs, chess clubs, science clubs, or other clubs that have several like-minded people who enjoy the same things as you like. There are clubs for just about everything you can imagine, from hunting to fishing to skiing, to scuba diving, to biking, to mountain biking, uh, to four-wheeling, to golfing, to skydiving. You name it, there's a club for it. So if you're bored and you're interested in any of the things that that I mentioned, look it up. I'm sure there's a a club for it or other like-minded people that you can start a club with. And even if you're new to the activity, these clubs are often very helpful to newcomers and are a wealth of resources. So check them out. Now, what about uh, joining a ham radio club? It's also very interesting, and it comes in handy during natural disasters and emergencies. And again, in the related article on the website, there's a list of ham radio clubs that you can join, or even go visit. They, They say even if you're not a ham radio person, you're welcome to visit and learn more about it, which again is very helpful, okay? Now, what about volunteering? This is something that we should all do, either on a regular basis or whenever you can. Volunteer your time with kids or the disabled or veterans or the elderly. 
Doing any of these things is interesting, it's helping people, and you're giving back to society. And you're making a huge difference in someone's life. Something that you might not have thought about is helping an elderly person who lives near you. Many times they're left on their own because maybe their family's too busy to check in with them on a regular basis or spend time with them, and your company and help would be more than appreciated and welcomed, okay? So think about it, and I'm sure you know someone who lives near you that could use your help and could use some company. And they're a wealth of information also. Their stories that they have are priceless. So look what you've done. You've helped society. You're giving back and actually contributing to society in a meaningful way. You're helping people on a personal level. And you're now interesting. <laughs> okay, You have something interesting to share on social media instead of just pictures of your breakfast. Pretty cool, huh? Now here's a little bit about resources. Civic resources to be specific. So if you're looking for ideas for things to do or ways to get involved, there are plenty of places in your city to get ideas. Here's where you look. So take a look in your community itself, in the newspaper, city notices, the police department notices, your city or town council members notices, nonprofit notices, you can attend city or town council meetings, attend fundraisers, or attend activist rallies. Nonviolent, please. These violent protests across the country are killing us. But anyway, these don't always have to be civic-related activities either. Many times your city will host or announce other activities such as swimming or triathlons or marathons or camping or summer camps or boy and girl scouts. Uh, the list goes on and on. These aren't necessarily city or civic related activities, but the city will often list these activities. So there could be a huge untapped list of resources if you just reach out and talk to them or at least visit your city's or town's website. Often the police chief or your local city council representative will hold neighborhood meetings. So why not sit in and find out what the issues are and what's being done about them? And now, if there are no meetings and you and your neighbors are concerned about some local related issue, then you yourself can organize a neighborhood meeting with the police or your city or town council representative. What science institutions do you have near you? Do they hold public meetings or activities? Do they have citizen science programs or intern programs? Can you volunteer with them? This would be a great place to either get involved with, or at the very least, a great place to visit on the weekends. Now, here's one that I find really funny. Local landmarks and monuments. Most people who live near a tourist attraction or a historical monument or a historically significant landmark have never themselves visited those places because they're locals. <laughs> they're tired of the tourists. But I'm telling you, it's interesting. Go visit them. <laughs> okay, you're missing out on something that's right there in your own backyard. Okay, visit a museum. There are numerous museums out there that offer free admissions on specific days or even offer memberships or they're simply inexpensive. Okay, check out your local museums. They may even host fun or interesting activities on a regular basis. Now, what about churches and religious monuments? They are steeped in history. So even if you're not a follower or a member of that church, I know they'd love to have you visit and learn about their history, their point of views, and perhaps their architecture. Church architecture is fascinating. So it's a great place, obviously, <laughs> at the church itself to learn about it. So it is fascinating. Parks. Okay, this is often overlooked because we just take them for granted. 
but usually local city parks have a lot of activities that you can participate in. For example, tennis, running, paddle boats, frisbee, local exercise groups, yoga or meditation groups. You can take long walks or have picnics or simply just go to relax. Parks are great because you're in the city, but you're also in nature. For city dwellers, it's the best of both worlds. Parks are also great meeting places for families, for barbecues, or even just to grab some food and, and go cop a squat in the park and eat outside. Okay, check out your local gym or yoga studio. I'm sure they'll be able to point you in the direction of a group exercising or meditating at your local park. Okay, they, that's where they, they're usually organized. Parks are also perfect for families because they usually have playgrounds for kids of every age. Now, what about local flea markets and craft fairs and farmer's market and local festivals and concerts? They're great because there's, there's something interesting to do and you're supporting your local farmers, your local craft men or women, and they're a great place to spend the afternoon. Now, here's something that's always overlooked, <laughs> your local library. Pick a library day, okay? The library is often overlooked, but it's a wealth of resources for the entire family. You can easily spend hours there. Do you remember what we used to call TV and the internet? <laughs> That's right, books. <laughs> okay, You'll be surprised at all the different resources your local library will have. Did you know that, that most libraries have DVDs that you can rent, audiobooks to rent, and a list of local and civic activities? So again, don't, don't overlook your library. Just go spend a couple hours down there. And if you don't have your own computer, your local library has you covered. They're, they are sure to have uh, a few computers that you can use to access the internet. Most cities also have walking tours or great shopping areas or malls. So even if you're going to go and just grab a Starbucks and walk around, uh, you can see what's out there. Okay, And the walking tours are interesting because there's a lot that you yourself don't know about your own city. So, and there's a lot of fascinating history that you can learn. Now, what about nature hikes, okay? Go on a nature hike at a nearby state park or check out the local hiking trails in your area. Okay, most places in the United States have great fishing spots. Check out your local fishing and tackle store or your local hunting and fishing or sports store. There's going to be someone that works there or even a customer that can point you in the right direction, okay? These are great people who love to help. Okay, now why not take classes at an art center or a library or a local free college if you have one? Uh, some cities have free colleges, and you'd be surprised at the variety of classes they offer. So now that's a lot. <laughs> I'm sort of out of breath just talking about all this. But as you can see, there is no shortage of things to do. You just have to look, look for them and put your mind to it. So you're sure to find something that fits into your lifestyle, and then I would encourage you also to sort of break out of, out of that lifestyle box and try something new. So remember, your city and library are huge resources, as are your local hunting and fishing supply stores or sports stores. So that's it, gang. Uh, don't be bored, okay? And when you are, find something to do. Don't just go for a beer, okay? It'll turn into a bad habit, I'm telling you. So best of luck and stay busy, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Ben Taylor, and I hope these podcasts are helpful and provide value to you. Please tune in weekly for more episodes on life topics that we all might need some help, advice, or guidance with. This is the Powerful Life Podcast.